Well, good morning, Zio family. Today, I want to talk about how practice makes progress, not perfect. And using the parable that Jesus taught about the wise and the foolish bowlers, I want to encourage us to ditch the idea of perfect and instead strive for progress. So let's read together the story in Matthew 7, verse 24 to 29. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. The key line for me in this story is the first verse. Therefore, whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Friends, it's wonderfully freeing to recognize that Jesus wants our practice, not our perfection. You know, growing up, I remember that my mum and dad repeatedly said to me, If at first you don't succeed, then try and try and try again. This was a beautifully liberating line for me to live by and remember, especially when trying to get better at a subject, for example, or improve playing hockey or playing the flute, etc. Friends, practice makes progress, not perfect. And all Jesus is looking for is our progress, not our perfection. And whilst aiming for excellence is fine, we need to ditch the idea of perfection and get excited about making progress instead. So what is Jesus asking us to put into progress here? Well, you know, the story comes off the back of a bunch of teaching on a mountain that he spoke about. This is called the Sermon on the Mount. And we don't have time to look into this teaching today, but why not check it out for yourself in Matthew 5 to 7? You know, this is Jesus' longest explanation of what it looks like to live as a follower and serve as a member of God's kingdom. And in many ways, Jesus' teaching on the Sermon on the Mount represents the major Christian ideals that he wants us to live a life for. So what is Jesus asking us to put into practice? How is he asking him to serve like him? Let's return back to the story. You know, the parable is quite obvious. Proper foundations are necessary. They're necessary. Like building a literal house, it's unwise to build on the sand because the foundation will become unsteady and the house will eventually suffer some kind of damage. But Jesus' sermon was not concerned with house construction or building code violations. The spiritual meaning of the parable is found in the above words. Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. Friends, we're each building a life, and the proper foundation for a life is Jesus, not just the hearing of the words, but the doing of them. James 1 verse 22 reminds us, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. So how are we being doers of the word? I want to encourage you, friends, to start somewhere. I'm 41 and it's only last year that I did the whole Bible in a year. Friends, let's remember that practice is what God is looking for, not perfection. It's practice which makes progress. Start somewhere, do something little and often. Build up habits which will help you to learn more about Jesus. And number two, stand in the storm. Remember that the house did not fall. 
it didn't fall. And friends, we won't fall either when our lives are founded on Jesus Christ. Let's remember that the storm is inevitable, but we are unshakable. That storms are consistent, but with Jesus, we can be even more consistent. And let's recognize that even though there are battles, there are blessings along the way as we found and build our life upon Jesus. As I close, let me share with you this inspirational story, a true story, which reminds us of one man's faithfulness throughout the storms of his life to therefore put Jesus into practice, recognizing that in putting Jesus into practice, that enabled him to progress more of a life of Christ. Horatio Spathard knew something about life's unexpected challenges. He was a successful attorney and a real estate investor who lost a fortune in the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Around the same time, his beloved four-year-old son died of scarlet fever. Thinking that a vacation would do his family some good, he sent his wife and his four daughters on a ship to England and planning to join them after he finished some of his pressing businesses at home. However, Whilst crossing the Atlantic Ocean, the ship was involved in a terrible collision and it sunk. And more than 200 people lost their lives, including all four of Horatio Spafford's precious daughters. His wife, Anna, survived the tragedy. And upon arriving in England, she sent a telegram to her husband that began, Saved alone, what shall I do? Horatio immediately set sail for England. And at one point during his voyage, the captain of the ship, who was aware of this tragedy that had struck the Spafford family, summoned Horatio to tell him that they were just about to pass over the point, that very spot where there was a shipwreck that had occurred. And as Horatio thought about his daughters, words of comfort and hope filled his heart and his mind. He wrote them down immediately, and they've since become the well-known and beloved hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. The words say, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. Though Satan should buffet, through trials should they come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ, yes he has, has regarded my helpless state and has shed his own blood from my soul. My sin not in part, but the whole every bit is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O my soul. It is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. Friends, I want to encourage you as we conclude this message today to recognize that practice makes progress, not perfect. I want to encourage you to put daily practices into your life so when the storms of life come, among the blessings and among the battles, you can truly, like Horatio, say, it is well with my soul. Start somewhere, stand in the storm, and know that Jesus is with you. Amen.